Lights, camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello, and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Asia. I'm Jake Chen. This week. We are going to finish the miniseries that covers a new TV show called the Hong Kong West Side Stories. For those of you who weren't with us in the last few weeks, this is a short web series that contains twelve episodes, and together, this little anthology tells the stories of everyday people who faces everyday struggles in Hong Kong. One of the interesting features of the show, like I mentioned in previous episodes, is that many of the stories draw inspirations from real-world events. The episode that we are going to look at is called "Bunk Bed," and the story on which is based on is a news that a man in Hong Kong actually rents out a level of his bunk bed for 1,900 New Hong Kong dollars a month. You've heard it right. For the equivalent of 240 U.S. dollars, you can rent not so much an apartment or even a room in Hong Kong, but only a level of someone's bunk bed.、And、that is how exorbitant real estate prices have become in Hong Kong. Wang Gaoxuan, Echo. So our story begins with an awkward conversation. A young man surnamed Huang sits down across his best friend, and he says he's looking for a favor from him. But no matter how the friend probes, Huang can't seem to get it out of his mouth. The story then shifts gear, and we get to see Huang's living conditions. Like many young men and women in Hong Kong, although Huang has already been married for years. He can't afford to rent his own place, and therefore has to live in with his parents. What makes Huang's situation especially difficult to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis is that his bigger brother, who is also married, is also living under the same roof, facing the same struggle. The sibling rivalry therefore doesn't seem to end with the two, despite them being already fully grown up. Little quirks and habits here and there. Would often be the reason of a full-blown quarrel. One of the frequent reasons of their fights is that Huang's wife often likes to take her time in the shower, and when there are six people living under the same roof, this often causes problems. It draws much complaint from others since they often have to wait a prolonged period of time before they can use the shower or even use the bathroom. Which is the only one in the apartment. What's even more ridiculous is that Huang and his wife have to share the same bunk bed with his bigger brother and his wife. This spells disaster for their sex life because, although the two couples sleep on different levels of the bunk bed, they can clearly hear each other at night,、uh, including all the occasional snarky comments towards one another. Then it is absolutely not conducive to having quality sex at all. The little apartment is boiling, 
and one day the pressure finally becomes too much to handle. Huang's father comes home one day and almost couldn't hold his bowel. But Huang's wife just happens to be in the bathroom, in the shower, and he couldn't get in. He is finally left with no choice in this emergency situation but to leave his number two on the floor of the living room. What is even worse in terms of timing is that Huang's sister-in-law happens to come back home right at this time, the moment of, let's call it, the moment of launch, and she witnessed the whole embarrassment. Their father finally can't take it anymore and bursts into a tirade when the two brothers come back home. Huang's bigger brother also picks this moment to complain about him living under the same roof with him. And when the two brothers are close to getting into a physical brawl to literally kick each other out, their father gives an ultimatum. Whoever gets to give birth to an offspring first gets to stay in his apartment, and the other one, along with his wife, have to move out. I have to admit that I think the story has taken a turn from being somewhat quirky to being outright ridiculous at this point. And just a quick heads up, there is plenty of those elements to come in the second half of the story. In my experience, though living in tight spaces does tend to ignite interpersonal issues, the element where the father has to drop the deuce in the middle of the living room certainly is a bit too much, even for a plot device. I guess the filmmaker does want to highlight the unreasonable nature of Hong Kong's real estate prices, and from that perspective, the strangeness of the show's tone fits somewhat well with the subject matter. So the story continues, and both Huang brothers shake their bed extra hard at night in an effort to race towards fatherhood and, perhaps more important to them, towards house ownership. But for a while, nothing happens. Despite Huang's best effort, his wife just can't seem to get pregnant. The couple eventually has to go to the hospital and find out the uncomfortable truth. The doctor tells Huang that his semen is pretty low in terms of vitality and therefore is unlikely to get his wife pregnant. Huang is hugely devastated upon hearing the news. The clock is ticking and the battle goes on. He's left with no choice but the most extreme measures, at least in his mind. And this is also where the show shifts back to the conversation that starts at the beginning. As Huang sits down with his friend, and after much reluctance, he finally plucks up the courage to ask his friend to impregnate his wife. He knows his wife's often sleep deeply and while wearing eye shades, and he figures since his friend is quite similar in size and physique, his wife is unlikely to tell the difference. Like I said earlier, the story does become quite ridiculous at this point, and I'm not sure what's more unexpected, the fact that Huang even comes up with such an extreme and out-of-the-left-field measure, or that he somehow manages to convince his friend to join in on the plot. So one night, 
well, his wife as well as his bigger brother and his sister-in-law are all asleep. Huang brings his friend into the room and, let's just say, executes his plan. He does feel a deep sense of shame and guilt during the act, but when he thinks about living under such unbearable condition for longer, he really is willing to do anything to get out of this. And to shine a light on the somewhat radical mindset of Huang at this point in the story, the filmmaker even introduces a dream sequence. As it turns out, Huang's wife does get pregnant after the act, but around the same time, they found out that Huang's sister-in-law and his brother's wife is also pregnant as well. So one night, when Huang walks into the room and sees his sister-in-law asleep on the couch, he proceeds to grab a pillow and muffles her to death. And of course, like I said earlier, this takes place in his dream, and he does wake up from it in, in cold sweat, but it clearly shows that just how desperate he is to win this battle at this point in time. Months later, Huang's wife gives birth to a healthy young boy. And what's bigger news is that the birth happens just early enough to edge out his bigger brother. In his own narration, Huang says that he has finally won against his bigger brother for once, who moves out and clears the room before he did. Huang still feels much awkwardness when his father and his wife look at the young boy with much joy and satisfaction, since apart from his friend, he believes he's the only one in the family who knows that a boy actually isn't his. But no, he's not the only one in the family who knows. He runs into his bigger brother one day when shopping toys for his boy, the two shares a brief and somewhat uncomfortable conversation and move on. After all, there really isn't much left to be said when the two were almost at each other's throat just a few months ago. But later on, Huang's bigger brother brings him out for a talk in private. The brother says that he has noticed how alike both their children look to each other, and confronts him about the fact that he had brought in his friend to help him pregnant his wife. Before Huang could even deny, the big brother proceeds to reveal something that he absolutely did not expect in a million years. He said he himself had actually also called in the same friend to help on the matter as well, because he suffers from the same issue, the incapability to impregnate his wife, just like Huang does which makes sense given the fact that they're twins. The two share a cigarette in silence, and the episode ends with the camera lens moving from them to the endlessly deep spiral that is the building's staircase. The last shot, I believe, is highly representative. It encapsulates the hellish living conditions that the Huang brothers and, in real life, many young people in Hong Kong suffered. The real estate prices in Hong Kong is absolutely out of reach for most people who have worked for a decade or two in Hong Kong. And forget about buying the place. Even renting is often exorbitant enough that people have to save a lot to make that decision. Most people are left with no option but to rent extra tiny apartments or to stay in with their parents well into their 30s and even their 40s. 
when the camera looks into the endlessly deep spiraling staircase, it is like it's looking at the depths of hell. You can't see the bottom of it, but you know there's no end to the whole suffering. Thank you for listening to Lights Camera Asia. This concludes our mini-series that covers the TV show Hong Kong West Side Stories. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Next week, we'll start our coverage on a whole new movie. And I'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening. <laughs>